Welcome to Blah Blah Podcast. Put a put a put a put a bow on it. Missile anus. Missile. Miscellaneous. Burger. Burger. King. We are the boys. Hey, mister. You want a turkey club? Did the intro play? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 127 of Blah Blah Podcast, the only show on the web that'll make you sick and tired of pop culture stuff. I am Jason Green, and with me as always is Sean Smith. Hello. Hello. How you feeling? Much better. Much better. Much better, ladies and gentlemen. Also with us today is Stone Cold Steve Coltis. Braun! Yo, I was watching uh, the What's New on WWE thing on the network, like that recap show that they do, and they showed the scene where, like, The Miz and The Miz Taraj is running away from Braun. He, like, appears in front of their car, like, out of a dump truck or something like that. It was so stupid. He's Jason Voorhees. Yeah. He can't be killed. Yeah. <laughs> can't. And then he ran over the top of the limousine. It was really funny. Yeah, yeah. Where did that come from? <laughs> he had to catch him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fuck wrestling. And rounding out this crew for now is Magic Mike Dowling. Hello. What's up, my dude? Oh, not much. Just fighting the cold, you know. Oh, you're sick now? Here. I'm at the tail end of it, but, you know, still, yeah. Did you get that from reality TV? I very well might have. Did you make out with Snooki? Uh, not this season. (laughs) Wait a minute. Is she (laughs) pregnant again? Uh, Mike just leaves. <laughs> just drops the call. Uh, yeah, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. This is Blah Blah Podcast, and if you like what you hear, you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Podbean, and YouTube for our funny video reviews. And I'm forewarning you, everybody, this episode is full, chock full of spoilers. So if you haven't seen what we're about to review, I suggest watching that or powering through that if you like pain, or just watching our video reviews on YouTube. Spoilers ahead. Take it away, Sean. So Bruce Willis is dead at the end of Sixth Sense. Um, what? Also, oh, no. <laughs> also, uh, Soylent Green is people. Um, people. Rosebud Jason is a sled. Um, and what else? What else? Tommy Wiseau trashed the whole room. Oh, no, that doesn't happen at the end of the movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was just texting you. Uh, wait, what other? Oh, Darth Vader is Luke's dad. Oh yeah, 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 that one too. Nate kills Dumbledore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Mike Dowling is actually a woman. Wow. <laughs> well, actually, Jason, that's in the after credit scene. Oh fuck! Where he just pulls his pants down, there's a vagina. Yes. <laughs> you look like a Ken doll. <laughs> oh my god continue Sean <laughs> oh I'm okay I thought we were keep we were okay never mind uh, uh, I ran out of things to <laughs> so anyway um, the big movie that came out this past weekend was the, the new uh, Marvel release that being Thor Ragnarok um, and we have all seen Thor Ragnarok so we're going to be talking about it and as Jason mentioned major spoilers we will be discussing things in the movie that dissecting are it potentially dissecting it like a frog 
potentially spoiler filled. Um, so why don't we start with you, Jason? Tell us, what did you think of Thor Renok? Thor Fraggle Rock. So I <laughs> really, really, really enjoyed this movie. I, I can't remember the last time I had this much fun watching a movie, a movie that made me feel so giddy. And probably Independence Day too. Oh, dude. but those okay, movies are on an, <laughs> an upper echelon of movies. No, seriously, Thor Ragnarok was a fantastically whimsical, and the word I am hearing everywhere from every other person who's reviewed this is delightful. And I will have to agree, it's a very delightful and fun movie. Not without its flaws, which I'll get into. There's a few things that rub me the wrong way, like a cheap hooker and Kevin but, Spacey. No. <laughs> I heard Mariah Carey has sex allegations against her now. What? Jesus. Yeah, so Eminem was right the whole time. He was warning us. Yeah, the but, red one. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so Thor Ragnarok was uh, a great addition to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And um, I remember a few days ago, I was I caught the original Thor was on FX when I was flipping through channels. And it's just like watching that. And watching this, it's like a completely different character. Like, I guess you could say Thor's grown in a way. Because, like, back then, like, in the first Thor movie, he was, like, really cocky and arrogant. And he is kind of here, but in a different way. But, um, yeah, no, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, the, and the one part of the movie that I think is the most clever, and it's a really small scene in the very beginning, but it's always it keeps sticking out in my mind, is where that, like, that dragon thing is chasing him. And he just takes his hammer and drops it into the mouth so the dragon can't move. I'm like, that is really clever. He should have done that earlier. Oh, I thought to, you were going like, to mention when uh, he saw Hulk's dick. He did that in the Avengers. He did well, in the Avengers? The That's how he held down the Hulk. Oh, wait a minute. You mean Age of Ultron? No, no, no. Avengers, when Hulk uh, freaks out on the uh, helicarrier. Oh, right. Oh, shit, you're right. I forgot about that. Okay, cool. So it looks like Taika Waititi like, probably watched a bunch of Marvel oh, movies. Better, better yet, you, you could say this movie uh, respects continuity. Yeah, it does. It actually references Age of Ultron a lot. And, uh, and yes, Taika Waititi is a director, and he's a, a comedic director. So a lot of this movie was really funny and uh, very whimsical and just joyous compared to something like Batman versus Superman. But that's where kind of like my problems lean in with it's I don't mind it being funny or anything like that. But a lot of the comedy I felt outweighed the actual like gravity of the situation, like Asgard blowing up, which is and then it's undercut with a joke. Oh, I was going to bring that up later. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Well, I'm just going to go through it now. Um, Loki, the man who's killed thousands and thousands of people in the Battle of New York killed agent colson right in front of thor and now it's just like they all seem to forget that hey and, hey hey civil war said that the battle of new york only had like like what a hundred casualties seriously yeah that yeah. That, that whole yeah. thing well yeah because mm -hmm. remember they were they were helping people get away from the the danger well still it's just i feel like loki should be treated more as a, a villain than he is now i know it's because tom hiddleston's cute and charming i mean steve told me he was so he was, well, he is. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I won't hog the mic too much. Thor Ragnarok to me was a delightfully fun movie, and I enjoyed the shit out of it. But too much of the comedy outweighed the actual impact of what they should have been mulling over. And we'll get into that in a minute. So Sean, if you want to take it away, 
Yeah, uh, overall, I thought the movie was pretty good. I de- I put it uh, definitely in the top half of the MCU movies. It wasn't perfect by any stretch of of uh, yeah. your imagination, and I'll get into some of some of the 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 negative parts of it, but um, but overall, it was pretty solid. Um, I will say. My fear of poor CG effects were true, um, especially in the gladiatorial scene. Lots of bad CG in that, especially with the green screening and everything. I don't know. It looks fine. Uh, well, the shot where he's uh, yelling up to Loki looks like it was done by some person in uh, high school using a green screen for the first time. Um, or someone who makes YouTube reviews with a green screen. Wink, wink. Yes. Nudge, nudge. Um, but anyway, so some of the good stuff in the movie, uh, it definitely had a, ver- a lot of funny moments. Um, even though some, it's, it's a different kind of humor for the MCU. Usually it's more ironic humor. This, this one was kind of just, um, it was uh, like quippy one line. Well, they've had quippy one liners, but I mean like the best part it of was humor like set up and, 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 yeah. and joke, you know, it was kind of, it was like almost like, uh, set up like a comedy, but uh, I would say the movie wasn't really a comedy it was kind of a mix of a comedy and an action movie but um regardless there were some funny parts to me the two standout characters in the movie were number one jeff goldblum as the grandmaster yeah Uh, he was i'm glad he was in it more too like he was in it more than i thought he was gonna be really i thought he wasn't in it enough uh well i mean he has those like two scenes or a few scenes of actually him but then you see him as a hologram and i think that counts Eh, I could have used a little more, and I hope that he comes back for more movies because he's really good as Jeff Goldblum playing Jeff Goldblum, um, almost exactly Jeff Goldblum, and mm-hmm. uh, so he was really good. And also, my other favorite character from the movie was uh, Valkyrie. I really enjoyed her character. Yeah, uh, she was awesome. She, I mean, she wasn't just a, a straight up badass. Like, I mean, her, her, spoiler: her, her backstory kind of is, is that she was a coward and just ran away. Um, but, and then became an alcoholic, which was funny. Um, but, and then she comes back and, uh, and, uh, starts kicking ass again. So, and, and, um, I forget the the actress's name, but it's the Tessa Thompson. Yeah. She was really good in it too. Uh, She She didn't have a hearing problem either. Just she, not like Creed. Yeah. Is she British? I, I think so. Unless she was put on a good accent. I'm assuming she is. Yeah. Um, another, uh, good thing about the movie, the score, I really enjoyed, uh, the, uh, the music in the movie. Uh, it was very different from most of the MCU movies. It was a very techno synthy beat to it, mm-hmm. which is uh, a lot of the music in the Marvel movies are very generic and very just run of the mill orchestral beats. Um, I really enjoyed this one. Uh, Chris Hemsworth was good for the most part, although I felt like some of his scenes were very um, forced with the comedy. Uh, I read online that, I mean, I don't know if this is true, but it was on IMDb trivia how 80% of the dialogue was improvised. I don't like believe what that. He, what what uh, Taika Waititi wanted it, a lot of it to be improvised so you feel like like a camaraderie and like closeness between the actors on screen, like... They, I mean, the my favorite joke in the whole movie was where Thor was uh, recanting a story about how Loki turned into a snake, and like when they were kids, turned into a snake and like popped up and is like, "Blah, it's me," and then stabs him, and I, like that whole thing, I felt like maybe he improvised that because it was it just seemed naturally funny, but I don't know. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, like I said, overall, he was good, but there were definitely some forced moments in there. And another really good thing about the movie is that there wasn't that much Loki in it because I'm known for not liking Loki. Uh, I don't I think he's a very overrated character. Uh, I don't get it. And uh, yeah. they didn't use well, him that you're much. You're not so. part of Tumblr, dude. You got to go on Tumblr. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, as far as some of the stuff that didn't quite hit with me, um, we were talking about the uh, the jokes, Jason. You mentioned how some of them were a little little uh, kind of not necessary. Um, yeah. I, you go back to at the very end of the movie when Asgard's blowing up and the dude whose name I can't, the rock guy, uh, the rock is the rock's just Four. like, oh, well, you could you could rebuild it. Um, and then it just blows up. Yeah. That was, that was a bit much. It didn't really need to be there. In fact, I I thought some of the jokes almost, uh, bordered along the lines of a parody movie in a way. Yeah. That's a good point. Like one of those disaster movie movies. Yeah. Um, and and then that begs the question, like, I know if you were arguing with someone, they would have been like, yeah, but Odin says Asgard isn't a place, it's a people, which is a line in the movie saying Asgard is the people, not the actual location where they're in. But then that is like, okay, yeah, Odin's right, but at the same time, then why didn't they move before? You know, they've been there for, like, centuries fighting off invasion after invasion after invasion when they could have moved any one of those times. So it's like, I think they really That's just— a terrible argument. Because the, then the the, the 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 threat could follow them regardless. They they were leaving at the appropriate time, is what it was. And not to mention, right. they've defeated uh, all of them. So yeah, what what the whatever the demon faced guy's name is who escapes me, Surter. Like, he thought that he probably thought that all of the Asgardians were still in Asgard. He just as soon as he showed up, started destroying. He didn't check to see who was in on the fucking throne at the moment. Well, yeah. no, I don't mean that. I just mean, like, I think they were really downplaying... You are wrong, of, Jason. I think they were downplaying <laughs> the importance of Asgard itself, like the cool, mystical location, because that's been with us for several years now. And I think um, we're tired of Asgard. I, I liked it. It it's was almost pretty. metaphorical, like, we're getting the fuck out of Asgard. Yeah. Yeah, they're um, going to go to Norway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, some of the other stuff, I, I really enjoyed Kate Blanchett as Hela, but Reader I thought... Pulsa. Yes, but I thought they gave her nothing to do in the movie. Like, as far as a Marvel villain goes, I don't think she was very good because she had nothing to work with. Um, But but as far as her performance was good, it's just I felt like she had nothing to do. Um, And my other big gripe, and I feel like this has now become a common thing with a lot of the MCU movies, is just overall continuity. Um. My big one being the Doctor Strange scene. Um, and again, this goes back to a previous argument that we had about what what year does this movie takes place in? Um, theoretically, this movie takes place in 2016. Uh, so uh, Doctor Strange has, again, only been Doctor Strange for a year. And he says in the movie, he's like, oh, I've been watching over all these people, blah, blah, blah including Odin, which Odin in the last movie from Thor 2 was removed from the throne by Loki and sent to Earth, which would have been in 2011. So how long has he really been watching him? You know what I mean? It's like... Yeah, no. Apparently they're releasing a full timeline of the MCU. And it's going to screw things up even more. Yeah, which is all was fucked up in Spider-Man Homecoming when they said eight years later in the beginning when they shouldn't have said anything at all. It's been, so it's been screwed up for a while. Yeah. Uh, it, but but it's, things, it's, it's, it's starting to leak more and more now. 
Um, yeah. And, you know, like I said, the Doctor Strange scene was fine. It just it definitely felt very out of place in the movie. Um, I mean, they had the end credit scene in Strange of him talking to Thor. So, yeah, but it, like, but literally it was it was just so that they could get to Odin. And it was and then they had the joke in there about the retirement home. And it was just like, oh, God, OK, that was so fucking stupid. It's like at the end of Thor 2, when you see I'm like the only guy in the whole world who actually liked Thor 2. Like when I got my box set of Marvel Phase 2, that was the first movie I put on. <laughs> but um, at the end of. At the end of Thor 2, when it's revealed that uh, Loki is Odin, and he like, and you're wondering for years and years, well, what the hell happened to Thor, uh, to Odin? Like, and then in Age of Ultron, you get that vision. Thor has that vision of the future of like Asgard, like in peril. So you think Loki has a hand in that, and then you walk into this movie thinking like Loki's gonna do some sinister shit to Asgard as Odin, and it's played as, and it's just like the Iron Man three, where the Mandarin's a fucking joke. When you when you meet. Loki Odin, it's just a fucking a fucking joke. That's that's cool with me because again, less Loki, I'm cool with that. Uh, but um, that also begs the question. It's like so since Thor left uh, in Age of Ultron, which was in what 2014? Was that 2014? Yeah. 2015. That was also the same year um, Thor two came out, I believe. So he's been spending all this time, and he hasn't been in Asgard at all. Like he said that he's he was looking up uh, about the Infinity Stones and and just did a terrible job at it. Uh, there's definitely a, a, a large portion there, and, and then uh, Carl Urban's character, whose name I can't remember, Scourge. Scourge. He was supposed to be watching out to make sure to warn Loki when uh, when uh, Thor is arriving. Uh, and I guess this is the only time that he's been there. Like, and Thor knew yeah. immediately that it was him. It's just it, a lot didn't make sense. And then the other big one was hulk's ship the quinjet that was on the trash planet they don't explain how it got there it doesn't make sense how it got there uh the last thing you see is is the log from um from uh uh, scarlett johansson uh and it also doesn't make sense because they say in age of ultron that it crashed on earth so how did it get up there well, they show the the footage of him being blown out into space. So I, I I don't know. I'm only guessing. I feel he drove it up into space. Hulk was ejected himself, and then it fell back to Earth. The ship. Wait, no, the ship was no, there. No, the ship's there. That's what I'm saying. The ship's on the planet. I just de- derailed my own uh, my own <laughs> thought. Well, yeah. What the fuck? See what I mean? Like, the, oh, there's there's a bunch of things in there that don't fit with the rest of their continuity, which makes me wonder if. Like after Age of Ultron, they kind of changed things, and, uh, and like they were like, "Oh, we want to do uh, uh, Planet Hulk, kind of." Mm-hmm. So we're going to include Hulk into the Thor movie because we don't want to give him his own movie. And then well, they can't that's the Universal. And then that's only like fifteen percent of the movie. You know, it's like ten bucks says they're going to release something somewhere saying that, "Oh, the Quinjet didn't crash on Earth." It was a decoy or something like that. We made a mistake. You know, people don't notice it. That's dumb. Anyway, that's that's my ranting. So you guys, uh, uh, Steve, what did you, you think of the movie? Uh, I went into this not really knowing what completely to expect. Um, I mean, I know I know the Thor timeline and I know the lore and the, and the comic stuff pretty well. But I was really happily surprised, and I really enjoyed this movie. I, I really came away. Uh, I had a really good time. Uh, I would say this movie felt like if you took 
uh, a lot of the good parts of Thor and a lot of the good parts of Guardians of the Galaxy and like mash them together, you would get this movie. And I felt the about the soundtrack. I felt the soundtrack was very Guardians of the Galaxy ish, like very technology futuristic galaxy kind of music sounding. Um, just it was missing like the eighties hits that. Uh, yeah, that's Guardians all I can remember from the Guardian soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. and um. I thought Sakar. I thought Sakar was pretty cool. Like they had, they did a good job with the uh, the black holes and stuff. Because in Planet Hulk, that uh, that's done well. Because there's black holes all over the planet, and that's how Sakar gets all their stuff. Um, also, a good throwback to uh, Planet Hulk was Korg and Meek and all the guys waiting in the uh, Coliseum. the uh, The only the only problem really had about that was how, like, the. Uh, the Hulk that Mark Ruffalo well, not that Mark Ruffalo portrays, but the Hulk that they have now with Mark Ruffalo as uh, Bruce Banner, he's kind of to me he comes across as kind of like I don't know he's stupid because if you watch Planet Hulk, you find out that Hulk is very intelligent and he's not like Hulk me angry me stupid big green man. He's actually very well spoken. He's just very angry. Oh, and you don't uh, hear a lot out of him. Uh, I'll, but, uh, I'll do I'll do one more. Uh, they kind of make it. Sp- seem like the hulk and bruce banner are completely two separate people and yeah, banner is like pretty much immortal too and well not only that but uh they make an uh, uh there's a line in the movie where he says if i turn into hulk again i don't know if i can turn back it would and then he just for no reason i mean yeah he, he turns into hulk to fight the giant wolf but um he if, if there's like no stakes to it he's just like okay i'm gonna be hulk again and it's just like, why did you put that line in there if he's just going to all willy-nilly just turn him back into Hulk? Yeah, no, I, I was actually listening to an IGN podcast about the movie, and they were saying the same thing you were saying. So, In Planet, it's, Hulk, it's, in Planet Hulk, they explained that, because uh, in Planet Hulk, when Hulk crash lands on the planet, he can't speak with the aliens, and they shoot him with these things called talk bots. And when the talk bots get into a system, he can understand them and vice versa. But the talkbots keep him as Hulk, and he can't transform back to Bruce Banner because Hulk's um, Hulk's mind takes over. Because essentially, that's what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be two separate people in the same body. Like he, it's the whole Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde dynamic. It's what it's supposed to be. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, for whatever reason, they just they got rid of the talkbot thing and just said like, oh, this planet made Hulk's I don't know his like his presence stronger because of all the anger and the violence and stuff. That's kind of what I took. Um, I also liked the part when Hela, Hela originally clears out Asgard. She goes into the main hall and she breaks that thing off the ceiling and you see what Odin is really like. That yeah. was cool. That was really cool because Marvel does a Marvel kind of, you know, they saw, they soften up Norse mythology to make it kid accessible. But if you read actual Norse mythology, Odin was not a cool guy with a spear and a, and a eye patch. Yeah. It was, <laughs> it was cool when they did the same exact thing in guardians too. Yeah, exactly. When they broke it off, and then they found all the bodies and stuff. Not only that, he they changed the the freaking thing that he's he's looking at, and shows all the bad stuff. Literally, oh, it's, yeah. it's like oh, whatever. And there are two, and two, and it's two old men with gray beards. And then, uh, also, I I also really enjoyed uh, I enjoyed when Hulk. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, not Hulk. When Thor went Super Saiyan, or became Raiden. Awesome. Yeah, they did. They did a really good job with that. Also, Jason, we were talking about too. They did a really good job with the marketing, hiding the fact that uh, Thor loses an eye. Spoiler. Yeah, I even watching the leaked Infinity War trailer. He has two eyes, 
And that makes sense because they're showing it to an audience that never, no one in that room saw Ragnarok, so they didn't want to spoil it for the audience. But um, they did a great job hiding that too. I was legitimately surprised when I saw that. Yeah. Also, legitimately surprised with the uh, the cameo when they're doing the fake play. Oh, oh yeah, that was so funny. Matt Damon. Yeah, Matt Damon. Matt, in there. Matt, Matt, it was Matt Damon, Sam Neill, and who was the guy pretending to be Thor? Apparently, it was, it was uh, uh, one of his one of his brothers. Yeah, one of his brothers. Oh. Anyway, cool. yeah. Um, trying to think. Trying to think what else. Um, I've. Originally, I remember I was kind of I was annoyed that they were gonna cut or they were gonna cut Thor's hair because I was like, ah, that's like, that's part he's a Viking, like don't cut his hair, it's gonna look silly. But I got used to it. Like after like five minutes, I was like, nah, it's okay. He has short hair now. I don't really care. He's sexy. Yeah, he, he's still he's still Chris Hemsworth. They're still big and all jacked up and stuff. And, yeah. I, and I do I do agree with Sean. I didn't need to see as much naked Hulk. I had flashbacks to the 2006 movie where you see shadows of Hulk's penis. And, <laughs> And I, I don't need to be reminded of that. But uh, talking, Steve, you told me that was your favorite part. Yeah, when he's fighting <laughs> the dogs and you see his junk jangling around while he's fighting. <laughs> my favorite, my favorite part. Because <laughs> it, because at the end of that fight, Hulk has no pants on and he's just naked. It's just terrible. Um, Angly, yeah, no, like Angly. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I thought, as far as my gripes with the movie. I really thought, like, I thought it was funny that essentially, like, you know, Odin dies and Thor's really angry at Loki and then kind of forgets about it, gets yep. angry a little bit later, and then that's just totally gone. Like, I know they were kind of more concerned with saving Asgard, but um, that was, I mean, it was just kind of, it was just kind of silly for because I'm not saying that Loki was the one that caused Odin to die by going to Earth, but I mean, in Thor's mind, that's what happened. Yeah, it really feels um, like they just brushed over a lot of stuff from the previous movies. Yeah, yeah they just wanted you to like not remember them at all. Like, I mean, they were. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say in the first Thor movie, Odin was hinting at the fact that his time was running out because he had been around for so long. And Norse mythology is really unique because it's one of the few mythologies where the gods actually do die because they're not quite gods; they're just elevated beings. They're never. The term gods was never used in North mythology. They just had a different they were like a different species. Yeah. They were called the they were called the Aesir, which just which meant is they why were ancient Asgard. aliens is a real thing. Exactly. But yeah, I thought that was uh I thought that was interesting. Also, uh Hela's entrance at that scene was fucking great. Oh yeah. Yeah, she came out she to came Batista's in, music. <laughs> she did. She was gonna I thought she was gonna drop down and do the, the minigun thing and the fireworks were gonna go off. Uh, and also, uh, R.I.P. to the Warriors Three. They just get fucking massacred. Oh yeah, they just get they just get slaughtered. The Warriors Three, they're like some of the biggest char- characters in like the Thor comic strain. Yeah. They just get killed off by Hela and like. Five yeah, and seconds. that's the, that's the other thing too that pissed me off is like these are Thor's best friends. He doesn't mention them at all in the whole movie. Like at the end when all the civilians are going up onto the ship to get out of Asgard, there's no point where he's just like, "Hey, where are my buddies?" No one ever tells him that his buddies are dead. Yeah, you know? the screenplay told him to forget. They should have, like, that would have been a great, him and, um, I, I meant to say, um, sorry, I was gotten sidetracked. Um, someone should have told him, hey, your buddies are dead, and that's how he gets super angry and turns super saiyan. A combination with also thinking of Anthony Hopkins. But, um, mm. that's just my old tidbit. But yeah, um, I like I I enjoyed seeing the 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 badass side of Odin because that that side kind of gets glossed over in Marvel because they don't want it they don't want to use the scary parts of Norse mythology and in that yeah. same vein 
it was super cool to see Surtur, who actually does destroy uh, Valhalla during Ragnarok, which is actually in Norse mythology. And it was even cooler to see Fenris, which is actually Loki's kid in what? the movie. Is Loki yeah, like a in, furry or something? In Norse mythology, in Norse mythology, Loki has sex oh, with Loki's a giant. A lot. He has <laughs> in Norse mythology. Loki has sex with a giant, and Loki gives birth to an eight-legged horse and the giant wolf Fenris. Wait, now why wasn't Loki's, this in the movie? Loki's the one that and, gives birth. Yeah, it's, comic book it's, Hela is Loki's daughter. Yeah. Oh, hey Dan, how's it going? Mm, pretty good. <laughs> cool, more chips. But yeah, uh, it was it was cool to see actual figures from Norse mythology, other than like the main ones uh, up front and center. So that was cool. But yeah, I love the movie, and uh, I besides the, the minor complaints, I really I had a really good time watching it. And I can't wait to have it on Blu-ray. Yeah, me too, buddy. And Mike, you're up. I enjoyed the movie. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I think it was my favorite of the Thor's. Um, if we're going to start talking about cosmic movies now, it, mm, it's probably on par with uh, Guardians as my favorite of those three that are out there now. You know, Guardians 2 is okay. Um, I liked the, uh, as a friend of mine would say, that the very British sense of humor. I guess maybe uh, the Australian, New Zealand uh, humor sort of rides along the same line as British humor. Uh, the very dry um, almost Monty Python-ish. It feels yeah. like uh, Korg, who uh, is, you know, played by the director, was my favorite character, I think, which might be why I thought he got all the best dialogue, you know, about Doug and piss-off Ghost. Um, I think uh, I will agree with Sean on the CG, how a lot of it seems very cheesy, but I will add to that that I think it's okay in this movie because... The whole movie seems to be like it. The whole movie doesn't really feel tangible. Like the whole movie uh, looks like it was filmed on a fucking set because it probably was, except for the two scenes in Norway. Uh, I don't care. They had 170 million dollars. You work it. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't need to fucking look like the Jungle Book. Like the this if it's CG and it's all surrounded by CG, it can look like CG. I don't need. Do you really to, think they were in I'm, Norway? I'm, I'm already, I'm, I'm already yes. I'm already suspending my disbelief enough that I can accept a fucking talking boulder and a talking <laughs> raccoon in another movie. That the I'm hammer okay pulled with, you off. I, that I'm okay with, you know, uh, some of the shots looking like it came out of a computer. But they're also, but it's 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 the easiest things to do, and that's the atmospheric effects. Whereas if like one of the characters in the movie looked like shit, then then yeah, I can understand that. But it's just backgrounds, like. It's not difficult. I've done it myself. It's not that difficult. Well, they should have just shot in a real coliseum. Well, they should have hired me to I, do it. Mm. That's what I'm saying. One of the first things I, I texted Sean to say, and I think he's going to have some problems with some of the cartoony CGI of the effects, too, because I mean, I'm going to talk about it later, but I thought Thor's hammer in the opening scene, like I guess they purposely made it look cartoony, but that looked cartoony as shit. Like, when he's swinging the hammer around, like... And it's making the the circles go around like it just looked like it was straight out of like an animated movie. That, that whole sequence looked like it was a fight scene out of a cartoon. It looked I like it was like, out of Mario Odyssey. You do that with Mario's hat. You swing it around and collect coins. It, it felt in place to me. It didn't 
I guess that's what it is to me. It didn't feel yeah, out of. I place. didn't have a problem with it, but I knew Sean. Oh no, would. I loved it. <laughs> oh, I'm oh, sorry. Man, I'm sorry. I have such a high standard. Oh wait, Blade Runner had great effects. Oh, how'd that happen? They spent the same money. Those are two completely. How did that films? happen? Actually, no, they spent high less money. For a th- high standards for a Thor movie. I thought you didn't like any of them. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> just I'm comparing the budgets and saying, yeah, why do your effects look worse in this movie? I thought it looked fine, like everything. I mean, I can see what you mean about the Coliseum. That kind of looked like they were standing in front of the prequel movies, Star Wars prequel movies. But um, I'm other not, than that, I'm not ragging on Hulk. I'm not ragging on the whatever the Rock guy was. You know, it, it's it's everything else. It's it's the 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 environments I thought weren't very well done. Yeah. Uh, Mike, anything else to say? Um, best soundtrack of the MCU. Best score of the MCU. Okay. Uh, Dan, what did you think of uh, Thor Ragnarok? Um, I, when I saw it, like, I thought it was pro- like easily the funniest movie that they've made. And I know that's kind of on purpose because Taika Waititi is a comedy director. And I knew going in it was basically going to be more comedy than anything else. But as much as I love the movie... I can say, like, it's a great comedy, but it's not so much a great MC movie on the levels of something like the first Avengers or first Guardians or Winter Soldier to me, because, like, it's just fun. It's like a fun piece of fluff that they released before they're going to release the movie where everybody dies. Like, <laughs> it's kind of, you know, just well, like, no, yeah, we, we cool. still have Black Panther. Uh, yeah, but that movie's going to be more serious. It's not going to be. I don't know. Did you see the dude with the big bowl in his mouth? God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> just eating like breakfast out of him. <laughs> but uh, so like I think story wise, like I'm sure everyone had their own arc in the movie. It was a very like inclusive movie for such an expansive universe, which I guess has its pluses and its minuses because it doesn't feel like any of the other movies other than the basic plot of them, you know having the group together to fight a common villain thing like every other movie yeah. does nowadays. But uh, I, don't, I don't really have too many complaints otherwise because uh, I still just like it a lot. But I'd say, like, I give this a really high 8, but I couldn't give it a 9 or a 10. Like Now, we were saying, Dan, before you got on, that Sean and I are kind of in agreement uh, that, um, yeah, it was, a, it was a fun, great movie, but the comedy kind of outweighed the seriousness of what was going on, like how... At the end, when Ragnarok blows up and it's just undercut with a joke, like how Loki is this fucking mass murderer and he's, you know, played like a joke pretty much. Like, do you agree with that? Yeah, I mean, it it undercuts it, but it's done purposefully because they wanted it to be a comedy. Like, so, but it takes away the seriousness of it ongoing for the, the timeline of all these movies. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree. The other thing, too, now, I don't know. If maybe I'm missing something, you guys can correct me. So when Thor meets Loki on Sakaar, Loki says he's been there for weeks, right? Mm-hmm. And then when they're in the gladiator pit, he sees Hulk. He's surprised to see Hulk because he's like, this is the first time I'm seeing him. That's the what, what the audience thinks. But if he's been there for week for weeks, there's a fucking sculpture of Hulk on the side of that tower and these people parade Hulk in the streets with, like, giant Hulk masks. Yeah. So I'm thinking, like, how the fuck does he not know Hulk is there? You're, you I'd need... argue that that parade was only because of the 
very recent that uh, at at the time of the parade was because of the fight that just happened, you know. And Hulk yeah. could have been sort of like a boxer, like a boxer. Yeah, gonna be they, they don't show him every night, like so. He now, could have been there for a while the, without a champion. Yeah. As for the 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 face on the side of the building, I mean, that was still in in construction. He could be on the ground level. He doesn't really Oh, yeah, see. yeah. I'm not, I'm he not might saying not leave the building. <laughs> right, yeah, but probably just... In, in Jason's defense, though, uh, he does talk about how he's trying to butter up to the Grandmaster, and that's his champion. So you think he would actually have a little more knowledge on him than, say, you know, just some random dude that dropped Yeah, that's in. a good point, because the yeah. Grandmaster, like, loves Hulk. But I, yeah. it's done on purpose because there's comedy to be drawn from it. Exactly. Well, there was a nod to a Planet Hulk there too. If you look at the statues on the side of the building, Bullet Bill was on the side Beta, of the building. Beta Ray Bill. Yeah, Beta Ray Bill. Yeah, he was on the side of the building. <laughs> Bullet Bill, that'd be amazing. <laughs> oh, you know, Bull- oh my God, Bullet Bill's the Mario dude, right? I should know this. I just got to say. I also remember reading John Cena was going to be in this movie. Like, I got up to go PS at one point, but was John Cena in this movie at all? No, not that I noticed. Fuck. And then I, when when I was listening to Edge and Christian's podcast a few weeks ago, and they were talking to Orton, Orton said, without really saying it because of NDA, that he was going to be in Thor. So I'm well, no, thinking, no, no, no. They said that they were both up for the same part, but neither one got it. I th- oh, okay. But- I think what they were talking about was playing Thor in the play. You yeah. think so? That's what I think it may have they been. They ended up getting the other Hemsworth brother that's not Chris or Liam to play that part. So it's like. Nobody knows that guy at all, but all both the other. Oh, I think he's the, other, the Hemsworth brother that's in Westworld, who's in like yeah. three episodes. So but, um, they could yeah. they didn't get somebody big enough, recognizable enough, so they just went with another Hemsworth. Because when the I other remember, two cameos are hilarious because you're like, oh damn, they're and like I said, Matt Damon. I don't know how the hell they picked him, but I know that. Um, it's probably in the back lot for like that afternoon, like hey. Was just in Hunt for the Wilder People. So Sam Neill, and he's also New Zealander. So, like the I remember reading John Cena was going to be in this like like a year ago. It feels like. I wonder if it got cut. Yeah, I was going to say I I feel like there might have been another gladiator scene, or maybe like a scene with Thor watching people fight. Because we only see one fight. Yeah, and it was like John Cena like giving the AA to like Roman Reigns or something. They should have just had. Fucking Thor looking through a window, like, oh my god, this must be a gladiator fight. And then they, it's just a cut to a nice WWE accent. match. <laughs> um, I remember the scene where Thor's like going through the, the streets, and 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 I think it was um, fucking Loki. He's just like, oh, what kind of disguise is this? He's like, everyone can see you, and he puts a little cloth over his face. He's like, no, they can't. Uh, that was funny. Am but, I the only one that thought I heard an f bomb in this movie? No, I thought I, I heard that, and then, and then I heard someone is like, "Oh no, he said freaking." Okay, because like I, I thought he was like, like piss off, gone. ghost. I thought he said fucker's gone. <laughs> oh no, yeah, yeah. I was like, it's like he's fucking gone. I was like, what? <laughs> oh yeah. But he's like, no. He said apparently he said he's freaking gone. <laughs> There's like a whole like I saw this on Reddit. There's like a whole uh, like long drawn out joke now that because like Korga's rock and the guy he was carrying around has scissors. And he accidentally, like, kills him. Well, he thinks he kills him at the end. Remember, he's like, no, no, Bub, uh, Greg is dead. And, um, and that, so it's like Rock beats Scissors. And then, like, when they were yeah. doing the revolution, uh, uh, when they were, like, revolting against the Grand Master, he has, like, a, like, Korg has a piece of paper in his hand telling him to stop. So it's like Paper beats Rock. Ha, 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 ha. 
It's like a whole thing. I thought it was clever. Honestly, I wouldn't put it past Taika Waititi to put yeah. something in a movie. So that that could actually be something. Because <laughs> yeah. Meek definitely doesn't have fucking scissor arms in the comic book. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's um, talk about now. I think it was um, Mike or Steve, whoever. I don't fucking know. Mentioned Hella. And uh, I feel like she was a good villain to have. But at the same time, it's just like. I don't think her being Thor's sister really added anything to it. And you can correct no. me if I'm wrong. It could have just been like fucking Odin's ex-wife or something. He's like, man, that bitch is crazy. So I locked her away. It feels like they wanted to do Angela, but didn't want to do Angela. <laughs> oh, geez. Do I, do I gotta explain it? You remember the character Angela from Spawn? No. She's a Spawn hunter. She has red hair. Like... She's always wearing like armor and everything. No, no, she's in the movie. She's She's, in the movie, but for like a shot. I just remember John Leguizamo clown farting, and then, and then uh, Michael Jai White yelling Wanda. Well, (laughs) long story short, uh, when you create a character for Image comic books, unlike Marvel or DC, you actually own that character. And uh, Neil Gaiman created Angela for Spawn, and for years, him and McFarlane had a legal battle going on, and Gaiman ended up. You didn't keep the rights for Angela and then immediately proceeded to sell them to Marvel. And now Angela is Loki and Thor's long lost sister from the 10th realm. Oh. So, yeah. She's not really a villain. So, but yeah. I just feel like. I think they did it just so she could have a claim to the throne. Like, yeah. I mean, it makes for a cool dynamic, but Thor or Loki never really, like. There's no no point where like they like they're talking and like I mean yeah they talk and like uh, Hella says to him like oh Odin was uh Loden. Odin was an asshole and shit like that but I just still feel like her being like a family member didn't really add much to it. No, and, in fact, um, I, I felt her character added nothing to the movie itself. Yeah, and that that leads to my other thing. Not really like uh, an argument, but in a way, I feel like the whole Ragnarok aspect shouldn't have been included in this. It should have just been called like Thor Exile, where like Hella comes in. And just exile Thor. So the whole movie is like a Planet Hulk Thor movie. And then it just ends up with him going back and saving Asgard. Not you know, having Asgard blown up. I, I kind of disagree with that because it actually at least moves the Asgard plot somewhere instead of keeping it in stasis mm-hmm. like they did for five years. I think they um, spent too much time on Asgard. I, I, I yeah, think that's that they, the problem I have with the movie too. All the stuff on Sakaar was great. Yeah. Asgard stuff. Eh, like. It, it's like it, they keep talking back to it with with Hela and and Scourge. Um, and, Scourge. and Scourge and it kind uh, of felt like two movies. And um, Did you guys talk about how the the Warriors three just got fucking massive. Yeah, 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 yeah they that. got. And that was what I was saying before you came on. It's like there's no point where Thor mentions them. Like they're his best friends, and <laughs> there's no point where he finds their body or like says like, "Hey, where's my buddies?" Yeah, kind of disingenuous. Um, but no, every single time they would cut to Asgard, I'd be like, no, go, go back to the other planet. I don't want to yeah. spend time with these people. Let's, uh, before we wrap up what we're saying, let's talk about two more characters, Idris Elba's character and, um, Scourge. And I felt Scourge was, I, I, I mean, I like Carl Urban a lot. Like he's an amazing actor, but he didn't really do it for me in this. You know, he's just kind of like the bumbling idiot who has a redemption. I thought he was going to be something good because his first scene or two are really fun. Yeah, and then he becomes side villain who does oh, nothing. Hell is a bitch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
I thought, mm-hmm. judging from the trailers, I thought he was going to be Hella's right-hand man. And he he kind of is, but, like, not reluctantly. Like, I thought, like, when Hella's coming out of the gate, like, Scourge would have been in there with her. You know what I mean? Like, her ride-or-die follower who's 100% evil. And it's not what he was at all in this movie. And, by the way, when he gets those two guns and he says, like, they're from Texas, and it's like, I guarantee you, because there was that horrible mass shooting that just happened in Texas— if that happened before this movie came out, they probably would have edited that joke out. Also, you want me to believe that she can't find out where he's hiding all the Asgardians? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, you mean Idris Elba's hiding the Asgardians in, like, that mountain? Yeah, like, Asgard's only so big. Yeah. Or is it? And, and um, in the beginning of the movie, when Scourge is uh, at Heimdall's station guarding that, that uh, fucking portal, whatever it is, where the hell's Heimdall again? I I, I have no memory. Got exiled. He got exiled by Loki Odin. Oh, okay. For not doing, it, gotcha. for not doing his job. Yeah. Yeah. So he's just chilling. All right, I guess. Sure, why not? <laughs> okay, so wrapping up our Thor Ragnarok well, spoiler review discussion. Uh, does anybody have any final thoughts on it before we start giving out numbers? Yeah, I got something. Do you guys talk about how... Uh, they clearly hid in a lot of the trailers and footage that's released that, that Thor loses an eye. Like, yes, we yeah, did mention we that. Because the Infinity War trailer it leaked and everything doesn't have the problem going on there. So I guess they probably CGI'd it. CGI'd yeah, shot, there was, it CGI'd there was, it in or out of this movie. Like, Yeah, there was a bunch of stuff from the trailer that never showed up in the movie. Like there was that shot of Loki like flipping his knives of getting ready mm-hmm. to battle. That wasn't in there. The shot yeah. with the... The four of them are standing on the bridge waiting to fight Hela's not in there. Yeah. It wasn't a Rogue One situation, but there were some stuff that wasn't in there. Uh, in the first trailer, anyway, Hela breaks Mjolnir yeah, in I, what appears to oh, be like yeah. a alleyway. That's just alleyway. CGI yeah. plate, though. Yeah, that, and it looked terrible. Happened. I think I mentioned this before. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I guess, you know, in Infinity war footage they shot stuff i guess they're going to be cgiing him missing an eye like or an but eye he, patch he's, he's got, yeah he's got the eye patch but yeah but he they're, didn't have the CG, in, they're cgi off cgi offing henry cavill's mustache for super yeah. for superman so, so like i wonder if they shot it with an eye patch and then just cgi'd an eye in for the trailer that, <laughs> that they released or Probably. Uh, i don't know <laughs> Yeah, but that that was the biggest surprise for me was that. And uh, yeah, in the first Thor trailer, when Hela breaks Mjolnir, they're in an alleyway. But it's like in the movie that happens when they're in Norway. But if they're really filming in Norway, why would they CGI in a background for the trailer? Because they shot one day with Anthony Hopkins in Norway, and then that was it. They did the rest in the studio. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he gets a big fat paycheck. Go right to his big bat, big fat belly. Right, he he got to have fun at least his first scene when it's Loki being him. Yeah, I, I enjoyed that great. when he's just like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I was I, I I don't know if you agree with this, Dan, but I was saying to them that kind of felt a little like like I being the only guy who will actually like Thor too. And at the end, when you when it's revealed that Loki is Odin and like you know going into this and because of that vision Thor has in Avengers: Age of Ultron about Asgard falling. So going into this, I thought Loki was doing sinister shit in Asgard, but he's just, like, fucking around. And, like, I don't know, it's a little dumb. Do you agree with that or no? Again, I feel like this whole movie, everything was made to be a comedy. Like, yeah. you can't look 
look at this movie and tell me that they didn't just let Taika make a comedy. Like, sure, it might have had some of these bullet points that you need to hit for a, an MCU movie. But and I think that was the thing is like there's jokes in there and a lot of them work. Some of them don't, but a lot of them do. And everything else about the movie is like the, the story structure, what's happening is kind of very generic. Yeah. yeah. You know what should have happened when Bruce Banner jumps off that like helicarrier onto the to turn into the Hulk and he jumps and just face palms on that rainbow <laughs> bridge, which is really funny, by the way. They should have had Fenris eat him. And then he turns into the Hulk as he's inside of him and bursts out of him like an alien. Look, I don't that know what been... kind of weird, sick fantasies you have. <laughs> that would have been brutal. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy when you think about it that there's a scene in that movie that we all saw of the Hulk fighting a giant dog in a waterfall on Asgard while they're playing Led Zeppelin. Well, we've also seen Hulk fight giant dogs before, though. So. Yeah, but they weren't playing Led Zeppelin. So <laughs> Hulk That's was better. naked and he almost saw his penis. Yeah, so let's yeah. Uh, start. You guys got to see some Hulk ass. You like that? Yeah. So did uh, Black and Widow. Why did Hulk have uh, hair on his chest in this movie? He did. Yeah. Well, then well, someone he had two off. years to let it grow. Yeah. yeah. No shave November. I don't like how they keep changing the Hulk's uh, appearance. Just decide on one. <laughs> I guess Lock he got kind of older in the two years between Age of Ultron and this. I don't fucking know. Let's start handing out uh, numbers. So, Avengers, uh, Avengers, goddammit, Thor, Ragnarok, Age of Ultron. Great, great, delightful movie. I definitely want to see it again. I'm giving it an 8.5. Sean? 7 out of 10. Steve? 8.5. 8.5. Mike? Uh, 4 out of 5. <laughs> so, so, fuck you. Go away. <laughs> and, uh, Dan? Yeah, I don't believe in those half-measure bullshit, so it gets an eight. Eight. Eight is great, ladies and gentlemen. Go see Thor. You'll laugh. You'll cry. You'll get your eye patch. I don't know. Oh, that's okay. what they should have. They should have given out eye patches to people and spoiled the movie. Oh, my God. That'd be like a Sony yeah. thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mike, you, you want to be spoiled more? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Mike, let me go see a movie, and then... um. Uh, I'll spoil it for you. I'll just text you. I, I'm saving you go, the time, man. I, I, I have to see like Black Panther before you now, and then just <laughs> fuck that. I'm gonna see Tell it with you, you. Exactly. and then I'll <laughs> I'll go on like a Reddit thread and spoil it as we're watching it. <laughs> oh. All right. So should we dive into Stranger Things? Uh, very briefly. We actually went really late uh, talking uh, about Thor, so we can uh, just really quickly uh, give our thoughts on the new season. Sure. Um, Steve, did, you didn't see Stranger Things too, right? I never watched the first season. I'm not, All right, then I, shut I, the I fuck up. up and sit down. <laughs> yeah. so, so let's uh, let's go through this. What we thought of Stranger Things season two. Spoilers ahead, as you know, ladies and gentlemen. I'll start. I really, really like the season, but not as much as the first one. The first one, I'd give a solid ten out of ten. This one, I'd give a nine out of ten. Story wasn't as focused. The first season was all about finding Will. Everything led to finding Will. This season, this season, this season, <laughs> wheezy. This season didn't seem as focused as that, but it was still had some great moments. Uh, yes, the seventh episode is the one that amazing. everyone's talking about. Is, is the filler one? That one I didn't like at all. It wasn't the worst thing I've ever seen, but it definitely didn't really mesh with anything else. I kind of feel like you could have taken that whole episode out, but and everything else that with the uh, other girl with powers, but. 
the it was still a really great season. I enjoyed the hell out of it. And the one scene that still is haunting me is where Will is twitching and screaming in the field. That was fucking disturbing as all hell. Great season. Nine out of ten. Sean, you're up. Uh, it was fine. Uh, <laughs> episode seven kind of sucked. Um, I feel like the 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 leaks are starting to show. Um, and with an ep- an extra nine episodes. Uh, yeah, they didn't need that. They didn't need that. In fact, I think they could have even shortened this one. Um. Uh, what can I talk about without giving away spoilers? Um. Uh, bu- 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 wait, wait, wait. We said there's spoilers. Oh well, well, Mike hasn't seen it. Yes, I have. Oh, you have. Yeah. Oh, I would have felt really bad then because I was just talking <laughs> about the fucking show right here. <laughs> oh well. Anyway, um, I thought uh, I, I thought uh, Bob's death was was kind of dumb. Uh, yeah, I don't think it was. was really I don't think it was sad. needed, and um, some of the characters just didn't go anywhere. I felt like uh, Mike spent an entire half season doing nothing, um, except worrying. <laughs> just yeah. Like me. Uh, overall, it was fine. I I still think the first season is better. I oh I I thought Paul Reiser was good. Um, for the yeah, it, little bit that he did, it was great that he um, you you feel like he's gonna be the the villain. But he ends up being like a really cool guy. Yeah, but it's just like, is he? Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> but remember, it's like when they all escape the uh, the 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 lab, and then like two episodes later, they go back, and Paul Reiser's just like chilling there, like w- with a flesh wound. It's like, oh man, he probably you know he got he got it the best. Fucking Bob got torn up. <laughs> yeah. God damn you, Burke. <laughs> Um, and the, with Bob, though, they, they really were trying to, like, I feel like the writers were just trying to replicate Barb in a way, like making a character that we all really like and to hang on to. I could be wrong, but this is how I feel. I don't know. Like, when the show first started, I was fully expecting both Bob and the Doctor to end up being bad. And they end yeah. Up yeah, me not. too. Buddy. So, <clears throat> like, uh, eventually I figured it out, but, like, I just, I felt like... The- they were, they were going to go somewhere with that. It's like they had an inability to make anybody else other than Billy an asshole this season because like everybody else in the show is pretty Also, pretty um, could could we have some different monsters other than the, the Demogorgons? I'm a little tired of those. Even yeah, or even if you, they're man. just smaller versions of the of the first one, I don't. I want to see different creatures and that no. smoke and thing is not call a creature. Them dogs because they didn't do that. I don't joke. give a fuck what they're called. <laughs> uh, I'm tired of them. I don't want to see them anymore. And they're probably going to have even more of them next. They season. They should have monsters that are invulnerable to eleven, or at least can fight back. So she's not like the fucking you know power bomb. But, uh, but that's the whole and that's the thing is like I feel like this season they just kind of took some of the beats from last season and just repeated them again. And, uh, you know, if you take 11 out of the story, what else do you have? What are you going to oh, do? They're fucked then. What are you going to do? An entire Avengers assembling of all the kids with powers and they're going to fight off all the monsters called it season four. That's how it ends. Oh, God, I hope that's not what happens. I really don't. There, there's, there's at least nine other people. So at least. Yeah. Uh, I, I hope, hope I don't have to see the the Chicago kids other than Kali. I'm okay with if they want to keep someone else's powers. But I don't see the great Kali either. Or fucking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, but 
Yeah, I feel like that whole episode, if they wanted to tell that story of her, like, going to find, you know, more power or whatever, it should have been broken up into parts on other episodes. Because the cliffhanger at the end of six was great. And then you had to wait through that entire fucking episode just to get to, like, the story starting again. But what more power yeah. did she learn? I don't, like, oh, she learned how to move a bus. Ooh. That was just out of X-Men First Class 2. That was, like, the same scene. Like, what yeah, extra so... power did she learn? Nothing. Yeah, well, she didn't know how to un, you know, unleash her strength or whatever bullshit they wrote in there. Like that's, that's dumb. That's bullshit. She actually fucking, did say that she disintegrated the Demogorgon in the first season. That's pretty powerful. But compared yeah. to what she did in that, the actual end of this one. Also, like, her coming back to the to the real world was kind of uh, bullshit. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> Because at the end of the first season, it's like she disintegrates. Like, yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah. just a secret passageway. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. And um, I kind of feel they should. Oh, the fact that Brenner is still alive, too. It's like, oh, okay. Now, do you, you believe that? I don't know. No, see. And how the fuck is he a really know? weird how? thing. The, no, they actually said that he is on the after show. I don't know if you guys well, watched all of they that. I watched are... a little bit of that, and then the Duffer brothers came off as like big assholes, <laughs> so I stopped watching it. Well, they're retarded because they, they they got they they explained they got held back in kindergarten because they were too antisocial on the show. It was pretty funny. He died. <laughs> you saw him get ripped apart in the first season. He's dead. And besides, how would how would uh, the great Colleen know? That uh, <laughs> that he's still alive when well, she's that, been away for so long, she doesn't know anything. In fact, it was all the she doctor can do that like Harvey Weinstein. All she it, can do is project things. She can't make up uh, what is in people's minds. It wasn't her that knew that he was alive originally. It was Weinstein. It's once she found out that he was supposedly still alive because of that other guy. That's when she used that as an image. What guy? But the other thing is the doctor. When they go to the house and, and they're like, and Kali's just like, you should kill him. Remember, I sent you the picture and I'm like, yeah, I didn't oh, know Harvey What if he's lying? Yeah, I, I don't fucking know. I don't think 11, the writers know either. Eleven never looked for Brenner. So that's the point. Like, if Eleven, and she didn't want to look for him to see if he was still alive, even though she still calls him Papa and shit. So that's why they're leaving that you, out there. There's leaks. She it's leaking. But uh, what I'm thinking, honestly, I think that there's a good chance Brenner could be the person that gets possessed next season because they're definitely, if they do something with Will oh, again. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Matthew yeah. Modine's just not a good actor. Um, what was I going to, oh yeah, I, I think that like they should have bought, I know, I know this is like kind of going out of order in the order of the episodes, but if they had Eleven bring back Kali and to help out, they could have like, did, in the Pujami that, prison. <laughs> yeah. Fight the Demogorgon in a Pujami prison match. Um, <laughs> They uh, could have had Kali believe Will he was in another location instead of having that dumbass scene where they dress up the shed in newspaper so he doesn't know where he is. So he doesn't, like, leak any information to that spider monster. But it's just, like, because that was just, like, dumb. Mind flare. Now, Mind flare. you realize yeah. it was the whole thing was an allegory for the whole Trump campaign. You of, mean Benghazi. Uh, giving information <laughs> to the Russians. That's true. Anyway, Mike, what did you think? <laughs> well... Uh, after that, uh, <laughs> I, I liked it. I liked it a lot. It was, uh, I mean, it was more of the same, but that's doesn't have to mean a bad thing. Um, yeah, that what episode seven wasn't necessary, but it wasn't the worst thing in the world. Uh, I kind of hope 
that. I know a lot of people keep saying, like, oh, it's going to set up a fucking X-Men type bullshit thing. I kind of want Kali to be uh, a villain in the future. That'd be awesome. I'd much, re- I'd much prefer that. Um, Great Kali is usually yeah, a good He is villain. better as a heel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. Possessed would be interesting. Like, yeah, like, it's sort of like, okay, now we have this shadow monster thing. I mean, maybe, was he aware of Eleven's existence before this season? Is it now like, oh, now I, I have a, this bigger threat than just some fucking kids? And so now yeah. this thing, this creature is actually going to do something worse. Someone that yeah. powerful. Like, like, maybe, yes. maybe it'll try attempt to possess Eleven, That'd fail, and then it ends up taking over, say, Kali. And now you have, like, some really crazy shit going down. You have, like, a um, fucking uh, chronicle fight in the middle of Hawkins. How did I know that someone was going to say that? Yeah. No, Chronicles is the greatest song. movie of the 21st century. <laughs> <laughs> Remember the part uh, where Dean DeHaan, like, takes the legs off the spiders with his hands? That was just awesome. And then he makes a Lego set with his mind. And speaking then he of was powers, a roadie for Metallica? Speaking of powers, though, like... What are Eleven's powers on paper? Whatever yes, the script I needs. I know she has. She is Golden Age Superman. <laughs> oh yeah, just whatever the hell he wants. I right? think Silver I Rage. think it's supposed to be fucking like super powerful telekinesis, and then she's not like a telepath because she can't like just read people's minds. But she's honestly, it's kind of like astral projection, kind of like Doctor Strange can. So she has two sets powers and, and go into another dimension. Yeah, because that's the, I I can buy the mind stuff, moving shit with her mind. That's that's totally fine. But then when she like puts on the blindfold and like 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 you know at, like Asher projects herself to like where other people are to yeah. listen in on them they and went stuff. Through, they went through a half an episode just to make a tank for her, and she's just able to do it now with a TV or any other white noise. I mean, I guess you could make the argument that she's like honed in on her abilities in the in the year that's passed and stuff. But no, I agree no, that that people is, are not allowed to grow. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're kids, but they're kids. They are. What a grown. Mary Sue! <laughs> oh God, <laughs> those are only the best characters, the Mary Sue ones. See, for me, I, I don't think I like either season better than the other, either. But I feel like the first season was way too heavy with nostalgia and homage, like way too freaking heavy. Like the, the the big scene where she flips the freaking car over is like. Hey, look, remember that movie E.T.? That was a good movie, right? Like, I feel like that's a lot of the first season, even though it's not done badly. Uh, and that's at the the stake of the characters in the first season. I feel like a lot of the characters got better developed in season two. Yeah. But Except the story for Dustin. wasn't as... I ended up not liking Dustin. He ended up just becoming fucking Cartman. <laughs> uh, I think the stuff with him and He was Steve little was... Steve. Yeah. Yeah, he's turning... Uh, I like... I like... I like the pairing with him and Steve, honestly. Oh, yeah, Steve's the best, dude. He's the best. He's the best character. He actually has like legit character development, like Jamie Lannister style in um, Game of Thrones. Yeah, so, bang assist. That and then the thing is, like, since they made Steve and Jonathan turn out to be like really good guys, they make Aunt, they make Nancy look like an asshole. Cause she's got to pick between one of them. Yeah. Oh, that was the one scene that really fucking stuck out to me, and I was I was even telling Yulia how creepy it was. The scene where Nancy and Jonathan are in like that privatized basement. And he's just like telling them how much they, they like each other. And then he's like, you guys can just, you know, he pretty much says you guys can fuck in my basement if you want. <laughs> Did anybody else think that was creepy? Yeah, because like, he probably well, had hidden cameras in there. 
no no creepier than the way a lot of audiences look at the children on the show. Uh, <laughs> what? Uh, I said no creepier than. That? No, I heard you. Yeah. I just don't understand what that means. No, Mike, uh, we're not all they're, Kevin Spacey. All these people oh. are freaking talking about how hot Finn Wolfhard is and oh. this other stuff. Like people like you know they're underage, stalking. right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're all like yeah, let's thirty. Move on. Let's. Uh, that's. I don't want to touch that joke with a ten foot pole. But um, uh, yeah, that scene where the private eye is just like, yeah, you guys like each other. You know, fucking my basement. Here's the pullout couch. Hey, John, how was the pullout? <laughs> just oh, disregard the the red blinking light in the corner. This yeah, or or the sound is, uh, of uh, or the clapping noises when he drops the eggs and then says, "Oops!" Originally, him dropping the eggs wasn't part of the scene. He accidentally did it. Really? <laughs> Oops! Uh, and that's they ended, they ended up using that instead of. Uh... Oh, what do we think of the new characters, Mad Max and the the kid who played Jason from the new Power Rangers movie? Billy. Th- yeah, Billy, dude, that kid was a fucking living meme. Like. Every time he was on screen, I was laughing. Like the scene where he's driving Max and he just he turns over and starts yelling. It's just like this man is just dialed up all the fucking time. Except when I he needs that. to dial down for Mike's mom. Yeah, but he's probably gay. And um, oh, way to assume. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he said, you know, uh, Nancy isn't his type. Um, and he was like in the shower naked with you mean uh, underage. Yeah, she isn't his type. Yeah, They're supposed to be high school students, aren't they? That's why he's in the high school gym. I don't know. How old is Nancy supposed to be? She's an 11th in grader in, in this season. So she's you know, like 15 ish. Yeah, they're, they're all supposed to be high school students and they all kind of look like high school students, except for the, the Billy. He looks like he's like 40. So it's like really creepy when he's in the locker room in the showers with Steve, like slapping his ass Starship Trooper style. <laughs> but, but um oh fuck was i saying it? yeah they were okay max i thought was like eh. just fine no, no no disrespect to the actor but she just had one note this whole season which was just annoyed and then billy was like dialed up to 11 the whole time and i thought that was really unintentionally funny and then he kind of mellowed out at the end and just turned into like a villain and i'm just like Ugh. they were just uh, they were okay but then they still had the show it was the scene that his dad was a dick so that's why yeah. he's a dick. Oh, yeah. And then they kind of got to humanize him so you feel bad for him, I guess, calling him a, a, the, the F word. And then he goes and tries to kill Steve. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, did you guys notice that the, the book cover that the mom was reading, the hair was the exact same hair that Billy had, too? Like, you know, that she's really? reading the, the women's erotica in the bathtub. Yeah, it was Billy's oh, hair that's the cover funny. for the book. By the way, who who would read in a bathtub here? Like, wouldn't you feel like scared that your book's gonna get wet? That's just me. It's called self control, Jason. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Well, if you're reading erotica, I mean, you know, you, you might read a little antsy. Jason, I think if you're reading erotica, the book might get wet anyway. Oh. <laughs> if there's anyone that I feel bad for, it's Mike's dad because he's clearly has doesn't have much time left. No, Eggman <laughs> doesn't give a shit about anything. You can totally tell. And I love how subtle it is because you can totally tell how Mike's parents just don't like each other, like at all. Like it was probably like he married, she married him for his money, and then he's just like a deadbeat, just sitting there snoring away. And the one kid's not that old. They're in the, their little sister. Yeah. There's a little sister. Oh uh, uh, yeah. She, yeah. She's probably gonna end up looking like. Yeah. The was she even in this season? She was in like the breakfast scene. That was about it. Okay. Like. 
Remember in the first season, the little girl that was following the lights around the house? Yeah. No, that, I don't. That was, that was Mike and Vaguely. Nancy's little sister. Yeah. She's probably going to end up looking like the gardener or the mailman. Or the Demogorgon. <laughs> <laughs> opens, up, opens up her mouth. All right, yeah. So <laughs> what, the fuck? what about uh, <laughs> Dustin making his mom go look for a dead cat? <laughs> Yeah, I, I felt legitimately bad for his mom because like she was crying and everything, and it's yeah. like oh, Dustin, you're, you're we'll right. find her. It's okay. Yeah. I don't know, Dustin. He was like really like just friendly and like seemed fun to be around in the first season, but in this season, like there was hints of that, but he just he reminded me way too much of Cartman. He definitely he came off up, a, a lot more selfish in this season. Selfish, and he was just rude and like cursing at his mom and stuff like that. It's like I don't know, man. I mean, I felt bad for him at the end when he, you know, when they're at the school dance and no girl wanted to dance with him. That would that I was like, man, I've literally been in that situation. So that really hit close to home. Oh, did you like, dance with Nancy? <laughs> no, last week when I went to the middle school dance, no one wanted to dance with me. Oh, <laughs> they called the cops and told get away. I asked the cops to dance with me, but they didn't want to either. You know, the, the other thing is that scene also makes Mike look like a huge dick since he's not dancing with anyone probably he just watched Dustin walk over there and repeatedly get rejected and he just is like nah he can go cry by himself I'll wait <laughs> he for just 11 has to, to wait. come in <laughs> he just has to wait for 11 and like there was no guarantee she'd even show up <laughs> oh and there's another thing that's funny you can actually see this is they talked about in the after show but did you see oh yeah I know what you're gonna say yeah <laughs> When he, you can hear or you can see him saying I'm coming in when he goes to kiss 11. Like, yeah, and the fucking Duffer brothers flipped out. They're like, oh, we got to go change the final edit. It's like, oh, too late, boys. Sorry. Yeah. Anyway. Stranger Things 2, Electric Boogaloo, 8.5 out of 10. Nah, well, 9 out of 10. 7 out of season. 10. Good season, everybody. Uh, Yeah, great season. Go check it out if you have Netflix. Um... Yeah, all right. In uh, the scene where Will's twitching and yelling in the fridge, which has fridge become a meme now. In the field, that's yeah, I saw, what I saw. What about on the, the Demogorgon dog that was great. still in the fridge? Wait, you guys spoke out once. What'd you say, Mike? Uh, I was saying I saw a meme of it that I enjoyed immensely. It was very applicable to a uh, situation on set. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> that scene legitimately freaked the shit out of me, though. It's like I don't know, man. Just little ah, twitching. Ah. I don't know. Anyway, what's next, Sean? Uh, well, we have no news because we spent too much time talking about other things. So uh, we can like, well, gloss no, over things. Good news. <laughs> we can gloss over things real quick, and then we can get back. We can get into them later and next week. But no, a little no, bit. No, I just no. wanted We're, to. We want to know what you guys think. I want to know what you guys think on the uh, the dark universe, the universal dark universe being dead, killed, shot out in the back of the shed. I don't uh, think it's totally it's, dead yet. It, well. I mean, the it's producers left. Bury it. They, they shelved the one movie that, if it was done right, could be interesting. Not necessary by any stretch of the imagination with Bride of Frankenstein. But yeah. yeah. But then some of the producers also just were like, nah, I'm done. Yeah. yeah I'm not surprised in the least. I'm not, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they went I, out and got new I producers. I've seen Mummy, so I, I'm sure I don't need to. I don't want to see it now. <laughs> just, just to see. But, um, yeah, so we could talk more about that in another episode. And um, also the the rumblings of Disney buying 20th Century Fox. Which apparently is, is off now. Yeah. yeah. The Wall Street which Journal. they should have just purchased some of the villains like Galactus and Silver and Surfer. Doc, 
Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom. <laughs> well, also, we'll, we'll the see. Fantastic Four. Yeah. That would have been cool. Um. Anyway, let's move on to uh, some Twitter Q and A, Jason. Yeah, hold on. Let me pull we, it up here. What do we have? In the meantime. Uh, the meme time. The meme oh, time. Oh, dude, you should use this time to just look at memes. Steve, what's your favorite meme right now? Oh, there's just so many. What was uh, the last meme you saw? Uh, it, it, make sure uh, it's not offensive. Yeah. That's what was the last offensive meme that you saw? <laughs> I saw one of these two kids doing a uh, Scrabble. Like they're and they're just taking the letters and they're spelling like they spell penis and tits and fart and then the one sk- the one kid spells vagina and then just jumps on the table and they all pieces fall fall up in the air. It was pretty good and it entertained me. <laughs> okay. All oh. right. So, uh, Twitter Q and A. We have another riddle from Smartass Reviews, and he says to us, "The eight of us go forth, not back, to protect our king from." A foe's attack. What are we? Pawns. Pawns. That sounds right to me. All right, yeah. cool. Um, also, we have another question from the imposter Jason Green with the E on the end of his name. If you can bring back... <laughs> what, the <hell> was that? <laughs> what the hell was that? I have a family living in my house. <laughs> Um, <laughs> go back to bed. Get back in the closet. That was so loud. Yeah. <laughs> what are you watching? You weren't even listening. <laughs> oh, I thought you were like watching like your Instagram stories or something. Um. Okay. Anyway, so the imposter Jason Green says, if you can bring back one TV show that was canceled, what would it be? Fucking easy. You asshole. It would be the Drew Carey show. Done. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh. Uh, was that Anybody canceled help? or did it end amicably? Uh, n- no, they, they put it in the death slot. They sent season nine was just they aired it out of order. They played episodes at like 2 a.m. So it it ended. I believe it had a final episode, but it was like canceled at the same time. You know what I mean? Because they didn't make anyone watch it. So, mm. uh, the, so we're the, talking the correct about answer to this question is Hannibal. Uh, mm. Yes, a show that you'd like to see revived. Uh, oh, mm, Better Off Ted. I heard that was good. Is that on Netflix? Uh, it was when I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> That's Yulia, how I watched it. Yulia says she wants Downton Abbey or Orphan Black to be, to, to be back. I don't think Downton they, they Abbey canceled. was canceled. Both of those shows. It was ended on their own terms. Well, we should say revive then, because the Drew Carey show wasn't technically canceled. Uh, I'm going to say Hannibal too. Electric Boogaloo. Steve, any show canceled Gargoyles. or ended that you'd like to come back? Gargoyles. Gargoyles. Oh, fuck yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> fuck yes. But that, yes, that, that deserves a live action movie. It does. Yes, it does. How has that not Mike. happened? I, I could totally see the Michael Disney Bay making one. like having even more money. <laughs> yeah. They could just incorporate it in the Marvel Universe. Oh, you know what? They should get Tim Burton to direct it. <laughs> uh, no, Johnny Depp would be a character. Helena Bonham Carter would be another character. Well, as long as we get Keith uh, David as Goliath. Uh, yeah. get a, what was it? Jonathan Franks? Didn't he actually play a character in it? 
You mean you mean Commander Riker from Star Trek? Yeah. Yeah. My choice would be gargoyles or street sharks. Street, fuck yeah, Jawsome. I have a bunch of street shark toys. Remember that somewhere. Vin Diesel video <laughs> of him talking about street sharks? Yeah, I do. Yeah, for like toy fair or something. Yeah, dude, I, at my parents' house in the attic, I have I had the street sharks, um, that like car with like the, it, with teeth. As <laughs> coolest the toy in the fucking world. <laughs> Next time we hang out, we should bring it and just like play play with each other. Yeah, I'm in. I want to play. With, I want to play with each other. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. Um. Eric, that's it, everybody. Thanks for tweeting at blah blah pod one with your questions. Hashtag bring back Drew. Bring, hashtag bring back the Drew Carey show. Drew Carey, I know you're listening to this, and I know you're doing prices right as you're listening to this. <laughs> but hear me out here, buddy. Revive the Drew Carey show. What the hell's Mimi doing nowadays? Probably nothing. Probably putting on makeup. She can do that in front of the camera. <laughs> Bring back Drew Carey show. All right. Continue, Sean. Um, why don't we go into miscellaneous? What the fuck? Right in my ass. If you must. <laughs> <laughs> Present them. All right. So here's the deal. I have a ton of stories, but we're only going to be able to talk about a couple. So let me pick out some good ones here. Burger King, Burger King, Burger King, Drew Carey. No, no Burger King. Um... All right, let's start with this one. Uh, is anyone here a fan of Sam Adams? The actor uh, or the beer? I, I am. <laughs> it would be Samuel Adams. Technically, Sam Adams is their light beer, but I'm oh. familiar with them. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I like I like the drink. Well, From uh, time to time. <laughs> Sam Adams uh, is releasing a $200 beer called Utopias, which is a limited... Uh, they've actually been releasing that for like a decade now, but... Yeah, Sean, duh. <laughs> Shut up, it's, it's, only released, it's only released every couple of years, but uh, are you about to say how it's 25% alcohol by volume? No, it's 28, duh. Oh, wow. they, duh. They, they stepped it up then. <laughs> Fuck, duh. Yeah, it's a extreme barrel-aged craft beer that has an alcohol content of 28%. Uh, the beer is described by Sam Adams as, quote, reminiscent of uh, of a rich vintage port, old cognac, or fine, sh- cognac. <laughs> or, or fine <laughs> sherry with notes of dark fruit, subtle sweetness, and a, and a rich malty smoothness. Oh, yeah, that was on my Tinder profile. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like my butthole. <laughs> uh, apparently, due to the high ABV, the beer is banned in, in it over a dozen states, including Alabama, Arkansas, Georgia, Idaho, Mississippi, Montana, New Hampshire, North Carolina, South Carolina, Tennessee, Vermont, and Washington. Those uh, southern states, I'm surprised. Why? Because they like drink moonshine? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Duh, Sean. Duh. <laughs> Duh. Uh, Sam Adams is releasing just 13,000 bottles nationwide, and each each bottle itself is $200. Fuck. Yeah, and then and if you don't get it when it first comes out, then you end up paying more than $200 because that's how it's always been with it because people buy them and then resell them. Mm. Uh, our next story, more food. Uh, Hidden Valley is now selling uh, kegs of their ranch dressing. Yo, do a keg stand with that. Oh, God. Not a fan of ranch. No. Legalize it. Legalize ranch. 
Ugh. It's okay, Steve. Ugh. I hear you. I'm not a fan of ranch either. I love yeah. ranch. Yo, I'll eat that shit by the globs. Oh my god. Will you eat so... it by the by the keg? I'll eat, I'll drink it by the keg, dog. Oh, oh. okay. It's I'm not my favorite my dressing, but I mean, honey yeah, mustard. Like there's like much Joey worse. Diaz, then. Blue cheese yeah. to go fuck. Oh, Joey Diaz, dog. <laughs> Gotta tell you about oh, this. Ranch. Dog, it's, blue cheese, it's blue cheese to go fuck your mother. <laughs> uh, uh, it's said to be a year supply of ranch dressing. The uh, five liter metal keg is priced at fifty dollars. <laughs> Damn, I'll buy they, they that over the Utopia they beer. Anyway. Don't have the uh, the the Buffalo Ranch dressing, just the regular ranch. Yeah, just the regular ranch dressing. Uh, in comparison. Uh, the same five liters of ranch dressing, if you say you take 20 ounce bottles and just combine them and just buy all the bottles, uh, it equals out to be roughly $33 for five liters. <laughs> so technically, you're paying more for less. Huh. Which doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but the I next guess. Next time we have a party, I'm going to bring a keg well, over. It's, I'll say it's, it's for beer. rich fuckers to be like, hey, look, I got a barrel of ranch. Yeah. So next time we have a party, I'll bring a keg over. Be like, here you go, Evan. Fill her up. <laughs> and then he'll just glug, glug, ranch into his cup. <laughs> just a cup? You gotta lie to him and tell him it's alcoholic, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, then he'll drink it. <laughs> alcoholic ranch. No, thank you. Uh, Hidden Valley notes that the 10-inch tall kegs are stackable and contain a special inside coating that keeps the ranch tasting fresh. Coating, huh? Yeah. Ugh. Uh, the kegs <laughs> Joey are. Joey Diaz is coating. <laughs> the kegs are available now for pre-order and will start shipping out on December 11th. So cool. you can, you can pre-order well, your keg. Sweet. Hey guys, Christmas is coming up. You all know my address. No, I don't, or Jason. Hanukkah, could you could you remind you. me right now what your address is? It's uh 69 Dunkirk Lane. Oh, okay. Brooklyn. Uh huh. Normandy. Okay. All right. Good. You'll have one uh, by December twenty third. Thanks, buddy. You're a I think it's pal. cold out. <laughs> uh, our next story. Uh, this is this is fitting. A Michigan police department is attempting to lower crime by threatening to spoil the new season of Stranger Things for criminals. That's. <laughs> 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 oh, or you can just sh- have them listen to our review. Well, we there you go, guys. That's how we'll think. Uh, the East Lansing Police Department posted a tweet on Sunday that threatened to reveal key plot points for the second season by hanging papers with spoilers all over the walls of their jail. <laughs> That's far- wait, wait, how would they watch it though if they're in jail? No, no. That's the point. Oh, like if they're in jail. The jail is like short term, so it's not like prison where they're in there forever. Like, I haven't done time in the clink dance, so I apologize. Uh, the police department eventually said that it was just a joke. However, uh, there was no confirmation whether they actually did so or not. So I hope that <laughs> I wonder if that could be considered cruel and unusual punishment. <laughs> that's pretty. That's pretty creative, though. I like that. Diabolical. I wonder. Um. All right. Let's do one more story. I'm looking for a good one. Make it here. wacky, wacky as fuck, dog. Oh, let's see. While driving car in Vaseline again, because that's a good one. No, nothing like that. Anything involving Mike Dowling in reality TV? 
Oh. <laughs> oh. No, not that I see. Uh, see that uh, laser sight on you, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know what? I'll give you. I'll give you two stories. I got two uh, police stories. Two more. They're short, but I'll get. I'll give you these two. Do they uh, both star Jackie Chan? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, police oh. in Dundee, Scotland, are hunting a man dressed as Jesus who assaulted a fellow Halloween patron dressed as a Jedi Knight. <laughs> well, so I guess Jesus Scottish. was a Jedi this whole time. That sounds very Scottish. Uh, the man in the Star Wars outfit broke his ankle after being attacked uh, around 3 p.m. on Wednesday. Well, Damn. The power of the Christ. Come on. Fucking Jesus using his cross like a nunchuck. Shoot him. Uh. <laughs> Uh, no motive was given for the assault, and the the man dresses Jesus remains at large. Oh no! Oh, shit, he's come back with a vengeance. <laughs> <laughs> that that reminds me. Uh, I saw Joe Rogan stand up a few days ago. Really funny, by the way. And um, he mentioned how if Jesus came back, he's like, would Jesus dress up as he normally does in the robe? He's like, no, Jesus would dress up in clothes. So it's like that's true. I think that I think that would actually happen. So Jesus could be walking among us right now. <laughs> Wouldn't know. Isn't that what happened in uh, Family Guy when he was working? Yeah, he was at the, uh, he owned a record, record shop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Jesus is pretty much every guy with a man bun you see in Brooklyn. <laughs> or so they would all think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I hope this Jesus gets his repentance. I hope he meets uh, up with Jesus. Meets up with Jesus. <laughs> hey. Jesus walks. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, and uh, the other story, a man in Vermont is facing charges after he was found asleep in a stranger's home while dressed as a clown with cocaine in his pockets. That sounds like that's probably big news for Vermont. Cause, yeah. Yeah, probably. We shower up there. Who's that wrestler? Not Cedric Alexander, but the other one who dressed up as a clown on 205 Live. Oh, Rich John. Swan. Yeah, was it him? <laughs> they both dressed like clowns. Oh, God. I almost said doink. <laughs> I mean, you you would be right. I mean, I I'll admit, right. though, if I, came home, if I came home and there was a coked-up clown on my sofa, I, I'd be legitimately afraid. Not as afraid as Will. I'd ask him for a very good... <laughs> Uh, I was afraid his will twitching in the field is Stranger Things, but I'd say it was still. very good Doctor Roxo costume. <laughs> I do cocaine. Uh, it's Mr. Baldo from Stranger Things, and I said, "No, Mr. Baldo, you go away." <laughs> uh, the... Go away, Mr. Baldo, and he's like fucking yelling at Will. <laughs> oh, <the fuck? laughs> that was really bad advice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excuse me. Yeah, that, that, that's the point where I thought Bob could have been like uh, like an agent, a government yeah. agent, just getting close to Nancy. I mean, not Nancy. I meant uh, oh, Joyce. Oh, no, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I meant to say Joyce. <laughs> that's the part where I thought maybe Bob's in on it. Oh, yeah. Bob totally died a virgin, right, guys? <laughs> oh, fuck. I hope not. Well, does that make him a saint now? Yeah. Oh, man, he was the best character. R.I.P. Anyway. And, um, yeah. The uh the man uh he's a 43-year-old Sean J Barber. Sean Smith. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was found intoxicated and asleep in a house in Marlboro, Vermont. 
Um, Jeez. He was found wearing a partially torn clown outfit uh, with some red red paint on his nose and some white makeup over his mouth, which may or may not have been cocaine. <laughs> it's probably cocaine. He's Dr. Roxo. Was, was this like around Halloween or when when did this happen? Because that's, that's what I'm kind of curious about. I think this happened like a month ago. Okay. Um, he was, uh, he was arrested and he's now facing, uh, numerous trespassing and drug possession charges. So he's in a little Good. bit of trouble. Cocaine's one hell of a drug. Throw him in a clown car. <laughs> With or the put other him ones? Out on two, put him out on 205 Live, whatever's worse. <laughs> oh, probably that one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he wants a clown? Hey, I'll show him a clown. And then the camera just lingers on him for like 20 seconds as he's looking at a clown nose. Oh, that was yeah. awkward. I don't want... You know, he doesn't want to get Tyler baited. <laughs> Anything else, Sean? No, that's it. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Let's put a bow on the end of this spoiler-filled episode. If you haven't figured out by now, you're a dumbass. <laughs> that this episode is full of spoilers. We hope you enjoyed it, ladies and gentlemen. You can follow us on Twitter at BlahBlahPod1. Follow our YouTube page, BlahBlahPodcast. We're also on... I, I, ugh. Apple Podcasts, iTunes, and Podbean. You can subscribe to us there. I'm Jason Green. You can follow me on Twitter at jgscreen89. jgscreen89. Woo! Tweet at us if you want to be on the show. We always welcome guests anytime, anywhere, any day. Woo! Sean. Oh, are you doing Ric Flair for the 30 for 30 that just came out? Was it any good? I didn't see it. I haven't watched it yet. It's on my DVR. I hear it's really good. Um, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at the underscore Brack show. Uh, I think that's it. I don't think I have anything else to plug. Steve. You can follow me on Twitter at saying barbarian. I'm not spelling it anymore because we don't know how to spell it in tough cookies. <laughs> um, as far as my YouTube plug of the week, uh, I actually got recommended channel by a mutual friend of the show. Kyle, the channel is called ACG ACG gaming, I think, or ACG. And they just go over relevant gaming stuff, news. They do gameplay stuff, reviews. It's actually really cool, so check it out, ACG. ACG Gaming. Gaming for, I don't know. I was trying to think of a funny word. Mike. (laughs) Hi. You want to plug? Plug. No. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You can follow me, uh, Mike underscore Dowling on Twitter, MF Dowling on Instagram. I haven't posted to anything on either of those formats in a while but you know if you're so inclined to get my numbers up you do you i'm not gonna stop you it's or, free country. Ladies, and ladies and gentlemen you can reach out to me and i will give you all of mike's contact and, and what reality tv shows you should watch him in yeah mike are yeah. you gonna be popping up this season at all yes i am i was a, a set of hands at a farmer's market <laughs> at a holiday party <laughs> For a, what's the show? Oh, oh, that's actually. Oh, and I also was playing basketball the other day. <laughs> what? On, <laughs> camera, on, camera, on camera. It's not, it's not breaking the NDA. <laughs> uh, if I say the name, it might be. So oh, sorry. I, I didn't mean to. I, I was curious. Let's just say that. it's going to be on a, a television channel uh, for women. We'll leave it okay. at that. Okay. Oxygen. Mike's got hands for women. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Song. That's like the the Seinfeld episode where George becomes a hand model, and then burns his hands on an on an iron. Mike, don't touch any irons. 
You need to keep it in the show. You need to keep yeah, it in like a hy- hyperbolic chamber, like in Zoolander, or like Dragon Ball Z. Hyperbolic time chamber. Yeah. <laughs> Dan. Uh, you can follow me at uh, Twitter at Fata six six six. Oh, it's but, Fata uh, now. I think you still. Yeah, I'm. I'm just gonna skip that because right now you still just need to tweet at Movie Pass because. Uh oh. Are you still on your card? No, Jesus. November fuck. now. And uh, I ordered my card in August. So holy you know. shit! Not even the second one. <laughs> nope. I can't. You can't even cancel the first one because their customer service sucks so bad. Their phone number doesn't go anywhere. It just tells you to go to their website. But uh, I can't cancel the first card because it never arrived. So it's never been activated. So wow. I keep getting a couple days another email telling me, it looks like your card should have arrived. Let's activate it. And I have to click my card didn't arrive. And then it's like, you will not be billed tomorrow. And you should, um, if you go on the app and go into MoviePass card, it'll give you the last four digits. And then if you go on there. Uh, it doesn't do that anymore. Oh, really? Yeah, it, it won't give me the, the digits because the card never got here. They changed that because people are activating their card before they got it. Yeah, that's what I was and doing. <laughs> they were getting built. So, yeah. Damn. I'm sorry, man. You want to go so, to the headquarters? I think at, they're in at, New York. At, yeah, dude, I know. Pass, they're right next to where they have pass, the, the Tribeca Film yeah, Festival. Yeah. Chinatown. Throw some shade there, way. Come I on, will. Dan. It's Chinatown. Ladies and gentlemen, tweet at MoviePass. Make sure F-A-T-A-X-666, a.k.a. Dan, gets his MoviePass card. It's been three months, people. We got to help this man out. Tweet at MoviePass card. Make sure Dan Katz gets his MoviePass card. Tweet at MoviePass, and I guess MoviePass customer service. They yeah. Twitter too. Cool. And you can use more characters to get angry. Yeah, I just got 280. You should tweet at MoviePass customer service every day. Yeah, tweet him. Be like, I need to see Justice League. Give me my card now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening, and good night.